Hi, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. My name's Carlos, and we're going on to Luke chapter 13. This chapter covers a number of things, but we'll focus on finding a portion of Christ for our eating today. So let's turn our eyes to the one who himself is the real Jubilee. Everything in the book of Luke is related directly or indirectly to what happened in Luke chapter 4. So in Luke 4, it's the proclamation of the Jubilee, and he lives that out. So we'll see this again in chapter 13. We can start with verse 10, where we have a woman who's for 18 years under the bondage of a spirit of infirmity. She's bent double and unable to stand. And Jesus calls her to him on the Sabbath while he's teaching in a synagogue and deliberately heals her then and there. He brings the Jubilee and there's a reaction in the religious one. So let's consider the woman's situation. She's bent double. She's completely facing the ground and unable to stand upright. She's under extreme oppression. Actually, this is the real situation of all people, whether we're a man or a woman or young or old, regardless of our background or our history. We're all bent double. We're all bent away from looking at God to the earth. Our perspective, our view is earthly. It's worldly. Even what we see of other people is their dirty, dusty feet. We don't see the heavens, the sky, all the beautiful things around us. But we're stuck looking at the earth, at human society, with all of its struggle. And to make it worse, we're doubly bent to not only look at the earth, but at ourself. So what starts with disappointment eventually turns into depression and oppression. We only see the world and ourself. That's all we see. Is there anything more depressing? Anything more disheartening? To just see the world with all its suffering, its struggle, its dirt, and then to look at yourself. This was the case of the woman, and this is a great oppression that human beings suffer. What we need is Jubilee. We need Jubilee Jesus. But this woman had gone to the synagogue on the Sabbath, maybe to try to find God or to get some help. Not only was she under some kind of spirit of infirmity, a, a kind of agent of Satan, she was also bound by the religious system. The reaction from the religious leader after Jesus healed her was to be indignant because she was healed on the Sabbath. This religious leader said to all those who were present, come on one of the six days of work and be healed, but don't come on the Sabbath day. Can you believe that? You know, actually the Jubilee in the Old Testament was a special Sabbath year. It was an entire year of Sabbath. So this shows us that religious observances and rituals, they cannot release man. They might be able to somewhat protect man until they meet Jesus. But what we really need is Jesus, the Jubilee. The Lord Jesus' healing and release of the woman was her experience of the Jubilee and of course, she rejoiced and glorified God. The proclamation and experience of the Jubilee is much more radical than that document from the 1860s and the constitutional amendments that brought them into constitutional law. The real Jubilee not only releases you from bondage, but it restores you to your full possession 
ordained and allotted by God for you, which is Christ as your portion. And it brings you back to your family, which is God's people. And in the Old Testament, it was a, an entire year, which in the New Testament means it's for an entire age. It's perpetual. So that woman must have been ecstatic in an extreme state of joy. When we realize our situation without the Lord, that we're stuck looking at and trying to fix the earthly, worldly, and dusty things of this world and its society. Then, when we meet the Lord, actually when He comes to us, the woman didn't even initiate this. Jesus did. He comes and He frees us. Isn't Jesus just awesome? He did what He said in Luke 4, to send away in release those who are oppressed. She experienced it. She experienced a full release, not only from the personal suffering, but also Satan's oppression and the bondage of religion. This was a thorough jubilee. We can experience this today. Now we're free to look up, look away unto Jesus, to look and live. This is not merely a change in perspective, but it's a complete and holistic release. The rest of this chapter, both before and after this case with this woman, is Jesus' teaching. And again, all the things in this book of Luke are directly or indirectly related to the Jubilee. So the kingdom of God mentioned in this chapter is related. Actually, it's the reality and content of the Jubilee. But immediately following the hypocrisy of the religion of that day, you have a parable concerning the kingdom of God when its nature is changed from a small, nourishing, mustard herb to a great tree, which is not according to its kind. Also, leaven is added, which is the hypocrisy of the religious ones. So this parable shows us that the hypocrisy that existed back in this woman's day can continue and does continue to exist even among the kingdom of God in this age. This is important for us to realize. One last point from this chapter is in the last five verses of Luke 13 is a contrast between Jubilee Jesus and the political leader of that day. Earlier, Jesus was contrasted with a religious leader. Verse 34 says that to the Lord, his people were like young chickens, and he was like a mother hen, desiring to gather her brood under her wings. But Herod was a fox, stealing, abusing, and damaging the Lord's precious ones, and even seeking to kill Jubilee Jesus. So the Jubilee does not mix with religion or with politics or human government. It is something altogether related to the kingdom of God and the one who is our wonderful man-savior. And to the ones who were not willing to be gathered by him, the word to those ones at the start of chapter 13 is repent. The word repent is a word of Jubilee. Lord Jesus, be our Jubilee today that we could bring you as the Jubilee to others. Thanks for tuning in, and let's keep enjoying and eating the Word of God.